the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 424 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to another week of randomness, technology and life and... uh, Public holidays. <laughs> Which is uh, where we're uh, recording this right now on Good Friday, and it's actually fine. It is. Because it was supposed to be a bit crappy. Apparently so. But, yeah. That's no, what I've been, been told. So I, I went out, I thought, oh, I've got so many things I want to do, but it's sunny outside, it's going to be miserable for the rest of the weekend, I'll go out for a long walk, and I did. Uh, and then I came back, I'm like, it's still sunny. And so I put my headset on and started playing games. That's where Sam found me, uh, off in the uh, virtual universe. Uh, how's your week been? It's been good. I'm sure there was something I was going to tell you, but I can't remember what it is. School holidays have started, which means uh, it's when everybody upsets my routine. Right. Um, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> I do know it's coming. Uh, but yeah, I've got two weeks of people being home when I come home from work and <laughs> just change of routine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, because Sarah's a teacher, so she's off on school holidays. So yeah. I forget that. Yeah. Same thing. Because yeah. I always think about kids, but yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay. Oh, actually, talking about that. There's a bunch of teachers at the school. How's this for a business idea? I think this is the greatest thing in the world. So uh, one of the teachers at school is the niece to one of the guys I work with at work. And he said, oh, they're all going on a holiday. What do you reckon? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, turns out a couple of them are going to Rarotonga. There's a company in New Zealand. It has the world's worst website. I can't remember what it's called. It was built in the 90s, I think. Logging in is a mission, right? <laughs> Their whole market is organizing travel for teachers, like holidays, group holidays. Really? So they only have to figure out every school holiday and Christmas holidays. The rest of the time, they're not doing anything. They go and get discounts from wherever because they've got a huge amount of people and they've got a big mailing list. Where they're like, hey, we're thinking of going to Fiji and uh, this set of school holidays. Who wants to go? I thought, this is great. That's pretty cool. That's pretty You've cool. got an active audience that can only go on holiday at set times of the year. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good, eh? And anyway, this website's crap. Um, yeah. And I don't know how good the discounts are, but they think it's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. It might not be. So what we need. Um. That's cool. No, that's cool. I like that. I like that business idea. I'm like, yeah. oh, can you do it better? Can you do it better? But they've already got the list. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. You could probably make it look better and um, probably, oh, I mean, if you could do better discounts or, but then I don't know who would compare. Mm. So anyway, it's just but something. But then the can, other thing is um, buy it, buy it off them. Have you, have you listened to Cody Sanchez at all? I've heard the name. That's the girl, eh? The woman? And she's yeah. a entrepreneur of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Which so, one did she do? Is she girl boss? No, um, no. She, so she went. She was in uh, what do you call it? Goldman Sachs. So she was like yeah. an investment banker and did that for for years. They and years. all are. A lot yeah. of them are. Yeah. But then she started getting into she, her thing is boring businesses. That's right. So she buys the laundromats, the car yeah. washes, and yeah. she's got like 30, 20, 30 companies mm. or something like that. And, There's and, quite a few guys doing yeah. that as well. And she's really big, big on YouTube, and she does quite a lot. So I, I listen to her quite a lot, and yeah, yeah I, I like that stuff. I think it's pretty cool because she, she seems to be really straight up with it. Yeah, um, and she interviews a bunch of people that I because she interviewed this chick that I, I really like this video. I mean, it was quite long, like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And she was interviewing this woman who started her own um, 
what do they call it? A shipping place. So you buy the boxes and you can courier there and they have uh, mailboxes, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. post boxes and all that. Yep. And she went into detail about everything that they do. And because she says, what I did, the first thing I did was uh, there was one of these mailbox places mm. not far from my house. Um, and I went there. Uh, first of all, I asked a few people, should I get like a, a franchise? Okay, like, yeah. You know, UPS or whatever it is in the States, it's a big franchise, FedEx yeah. and that. And they're like, if I, you know, one of the franchises, if I knew what I know now, I would just start it. I would not have spend that fran- money on a franchise. So she went to do it solo. She went to a guy that had one and she goes, I'll pay you $5,000 if I can follow you around for a week. Oh, yeah. And he goes, okay. You know, so she says, I'm going to buy this place. It's outside of your area. Yeah, yeah, and, your zone, and, yeah. Yeah, your zone. And, and she said, best money she ever, Did you- she ever spent because she just ripped everything off, like create. Oh, and she said, I'll, I'll make the uh, manual and I'll make it for you as well. So you've got a, oh, nice. an operations manual. Yeah. But basically, I'm doing it for me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was really cool. It was really clever. Did you, have you heard the My First Million people interview that woman with the egg cartons? No. Oh, so I haven't listened to any podcast. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. So uh, it's ages ago now, but look it up. There's this woman, and uh, she just wanted to get into a boring business. So she's in this multi-million-dollar business that she runs or owns, and I think she's in with some other dude or something. I can't remember. How, she took over something. It's egg cartons and fragile packaging, but mainly egg cartons. And she goes, "Yeah, went to school, did this, didn't want to do that, thought about that. Yeah, now I know every single thing there is to about egg cartons, and it's like supplying like." A huge percentage of the American egg market, which would be ridiculously large. Yeah, holy crap, that's crazy. Um, I have had some a uh, few things happen this week, so yes. I, I, I'll go through a couple. Of okay, things. go. So, Ha Ha Hamilton was on on Wednesday. Yes, I keep so, forgetting about. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah it was go. good. I I've been a bit off this week. I don't know what it is. Like, maybe it's daylight it, savings. Uh, it's daylight. Maybe, maybe it is. I, I didn't def- think that had worried me, but. Um, yeah, or it's so, the sad. What is it? Seasonal something disorder. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so that was cool. It, it was all right. It was a bit of a weird crowd. Shout out to Amy's Flowers from uh, Frankton because they had eight of those girls at the front. There. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. manager was there, and they were funny as. They were almost funnier They're than on, the comedians. Are they? They were great. They're on Lincoln Street, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. Mm. She I always drive past them. Street, and I'm like, I don't you have to remember where that is. Lincoln Street's at the end of Greenwood Street. Oh, right. So you right, carry right. on. Yeah, they're uh, opposite that weird horse place slash Warren Fitness place. Because yeah, one of the um, MC was like, "Yeah, Floris, there's eight of you, and the boss has shouted you out because it's one of the yeah. girls' birthdays or something." And he goes, "That doesn't sound right to me. I'm pretty sure that's a money laundering." <laughs> Floris, you're not making that much money. <laughs> I reckon they are. Have you seen the? If you look at the price of a little thing of flowers, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, I. I I don't think I can remember the last time I walked near a florist. So, yeah, don't even ask. But anyway, so, yeah, no, it was good. Um, they had um, some good people on. They had the one guy I don't like. Have you on. seen him before? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's just a, he's an old white guy. Does he grind your beard? And he just beard? starts pointing at me and going, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, God, I got that from everybody. <laughs> Are you think, sitting at the front? No, I'm like third row back. This is why I feel like I don't back. want to go to this thing. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and this guy's like, um, you know, 
uh, I'm getting old now, and what you didn't expect is how low your testicles are going to sag. You know what I'm talking about, points of me. <laughs> Frickin', what the hell's going on? His whole and comedy then, routine, like, he has to find whoever the oldest-looking person is. No, this is different people. And then the third one was like, um, he goes, yeah, uh, yeah. He kept telling the story, and it was about his family, and he goes, and then Glenn. And he never explained who Glenn was, but obviously Glenn abused him as a child. Sexually, oh. and every time he oh said Glenn, gosh. he looked up and he was looking my way, and I didn't think anything of it. And then he goes, "Oh, he's not Glenn, by the way." <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh. What the hell? Oh what no, no. <laughs> so anyway, I had had a bit of fun with that, but um, yeah, no, the one guy I didn't like, I want to say his name's Sam Barnes or something like that. He he's just he's an older, even older, like in his sixties odd. Yeah. Um, but he and he says some things that are sort of funny, but mostly just cringe. All oh, right, just okay. real cringe, and it's just like, oh. So um, I, I, maybe some other people really liked it. I don't know, but I just I couldn't hand, handle them. But yeah, it, it was a funny crowd. Um, oh, it's some some guy just came up and introduced himself to me in that break because I got asked. The MCR started asking everybody's names and stuff, so she asked me the name. Oh, okay. And he said, have you been here before? I've been to every one. So yeah. this guy, uh, Warren, come over and he's like, I've been to three of the five or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Was like, and you're like, oh, cool, yeah, bro. So, I'll yeah, give you an award yeah. next week. I've been here all the time. You see my gold medal? No, you don't. <laughs> no, nah, it's good. It's it's a good little community. It's getting it's getting there. It was a good Good turnout, so yeah, that's good. That's good. So yeah, first first Wednesday of every month, as I always uh, try and remem- remind everyone. Uh, yeah, so that was that, and then um, I uh, <laughs> I did my solstice yesterday, second to last class, and oh. like I said, I was not on the ball. <clears throat> Had a late night, um, obviously with Haha Hamilton. Got up at three thirty in the morning of the next course. day. Because I had a deadline to meet, and I worked all day, and then I was absolutely buggered by the time I got to um, your salsa, salsa. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was. We did a new a new move. Oh, so as the lead, really, I'm just pushing the other the, the the ladies around, or whatever, and they do the spins. The new move today was, or last night was. Um, did you have to do a spin? Yeah, oh. the guys do a spin. And I can't damn. imagine what that would look like. Uh, not good. <laughs> not when I'm doing it. <laughs> but anyway, it's good fun. It's good fun. So we got uh, next week will be the last one of the six um, six session intro course site. Oh yeah. And I think we'll do a bit of a refresh in the morning, uh, in the beginning, and then it'll be just us dancing and trying all these different moves. So we've got like four or five things um, mm. on each dance. So we do rumba and salsa. Oh okay. Yeah. Anyway. That, that was, that's a brief uh, synopsis of my week. Very good. Hey, Bushwhacker Butch died this week. Oh, no. I knew you'd uh, feel that. No. He's part of the Bushwhackers, which when you think about it, they are WWE Hall of Famers and they were from New Zealand. I like know. for them to do what they did back in the day. Oh, yeah. That was huge for us. Like I don't think I was it was. 80s. Was it? Like, obviously, uh, you're a bit older than me, and you, you remember it more than I do, because I probably would have been, like, two. But um, was it a big deal back then? Like, did people understand how big that was? Um, do you think, in your opinion? Well, so I, I, I watched the wrestling when it was on TV, but and I went mm. to the local wrestling. There was a lot more local wrestling, yeah. New Zealand wrestling. 
um, a few times with Dad and stuff when I was, oh, God, I don't know, seven or eight yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So I was sort of into it then. And so from that point of view, you know, the fact that they had Kiwis on there was just huge. It was huge for yeah, us. Yeah. But, I mean, I was a kid, so I didn't understand yeah, yeah. the – Yeah, yeah, what it took to be there Mm. and all that sort of thing. I never really probably thought about it at that that point. But, um, yeah, yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. That was was pretty huge. 50 years as tag team partners. When they got signed back in WWF, uh, which is now WWE, I've got more more news about that in a sec, they were told they should act like Australians. And they put their foot down and said, nope, we're not doing that. Um, Yeah. So pretty crazy. Um, he was 70 odd and, uh, the other big news is, uh, UFC, WWE are combining to form a, what, $21.4 billion sports entertainment company. What? Yeah. Wow. So, um, they're going to combine, um, they're going to house both of them. Uh, the Endeavor Group Holding is taking a 51% controlling interest. And the existing WWE shareholders will hold the 49% stake. Um, they reckon it's going to be pretty massive. Pretty much it sounds like everybody's running their own thing still. So Vince McMahon, uh, whatever his name is, uh, WWE, and then Dana, um, White. Dana White's still UFC. And they're hoping to build upon everything they've got. Because, uh, I don't know if I said it here or if I read it somewhere else. Uh, yeah, they've got like a global uh, loyal fan base. But... It includes everybody from minors to seniors to the whole wide range of incomes. Yeah. Like you couldn't have a better. A wider range. Yeah. Yeah. It, that makes it difficult too, in some ways, in terms of sponsorship or monetization. Like, how do you aim it? Like, yeah, I mean, that's the problem because UFC fighters don't get anything really. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, terrible. They've got to try and get sponsorship or build their own thing. The WWE guys are probably a bit better, but I think so only if they're really big. Yeah. So I think they need to level that up. Hopefully they will. Um, no mention of the slap fighting, uh, which is obviously oh, it, Yeah, happening. that's interesting because um, that sort of had a bit of a splash. Um, and then I haven't heard much. I've seen some knockouts of the oh, slap it's, fighting. It's, so it's the dumbest thing ever. Uh, um, yeah, he might as well have a brick and just throw it at each other at his head and call it brick fight. Yeah, or, or just play Russian roulette in front of a mirror or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, why? why, why but you why don't not? want to use a semi-automatic gun like in that Neil Breen film. <laughs> uh, uh, what was that? Space Ice was yeah. talking about Neil Breen. Yes, that was hilarious. So Neil Breen, we talk about Space Ice is this YouTube channel and he talks about really crap films. And there's a guy... Mostly Steven Seagal. He's, he's done yep. a lot of those. He doesn't like He him. does talk about some he loves, like Jean-Claude Van Damme. JCVD, yeah, he's yeah. the man. Uh, yep. And, and then there's, a, there's this guy called Neil Breen, and Neil Breen is an actual architect in Las Vegas. That's how he makes his money, and apparently he's pretty high up in that world. And he must do... <laughs> no, apparently he, he's pretty good at architecture. Yeah. Potentially. Not not storytelling. Anyway, no, no, no. Guy. He makes these weird-ass movies where he's in it, where <laughs> he, sometimes he appears naked, and there's usually some attractive female. He always females. has some attractive females. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can see what he's doing. But he ropes in the randomest people who... I don't know if they're friends, family, drug They've addicts off the be street. Some of them. They've got to be just but they, colleagues. Are, but something. the trick is, how aware is he of how bad it is? And are they playing along with him? Or is it just all the big piss take? And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. I don't know. Anyway, good on him. He's got it, quite a few movies. It's crazy. 
and it's crazy bad. Some of the the stuff, the, the special effects are just cringeworthy. Oh, that's great. Um, which is the part of the alert. So yeah, check it out. Check out Space Ice. I'm 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 waiting uh, for a Neil Breen. Uh, the the one thing marathon I'm, at Adams or something. Yeah, the one thing I will say is yes. you watch the 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 Space Ice thing before you watch Neil Breen's, and you go, man, Space Ice makes this look nuts. No, 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 no. If you watch a Neil Breen movie, it is nuts. Yeah. It, is, it doesn't make sense. So it's not Space Ice doing that, although he does, but you know what I mean. Anyway. Did you know in New Zealand we only have one major radio observatory right left? Okay. No, I did not. Yeah. And AUT, Auckland University of Technology, uh, it's in Walkworth, decided that they would shut down the Walkworth Radio Astronomy Observatory, right? The last one. Yeah, and it's amid wider job cuts, and some of the scientists sort of said, you know, this is wrong. The government had to scramble because this could disrupt critical global networks that support GPS. Like, it's very important that this one piece is in our part of the world. So they've had a whole bunch of negotiations. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we should shut that down. Oh, all your Apple, uh, Google Maps and Apple Maps are not going to work anymore. Uh, so, yeah, go for it. Just shut it so, down. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the Southland-based Space Ops New Zealand is going to take it over in a couple of months. Uh, this, it was developed for long-range telecommunications, and way back in the day, in 1974, how old were you then? Uh, I was seven. Yeah, 1974. Probably watching the bushwalk. <laughs> no, you would have been watching the Christchurch-hosted Commonwealth Games. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they were using yep. that to beam it out before being repurposed as the uh, radio astronomy. Um, and then it was supported. They had a dedicated AUT Radio Astronomy Institute, and they had all these different space projects, including the launch of uh, SpaceX Falcon 9 and the Dragon spacecraft and all of that sort of stuff. And it's one of the only sites in the Southern Hemisphere that collects data for GPS um, units and things around the world. Uh, and then the government got worried about it. Um, it's got a Symmetricom hydrogen maser clock. I bet you could pick them up from AliExpress. Um, <laughs> no, it's super, super accurate clock, and you need it to be part of the global geodetic observing systems Blah, 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 technical, technical, technical. Yeah, so it's yeah. still working. Yeah, but you need that stuff. Yeah, so if that, your timing yes, has to be so accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's right. Sense. And there was uh, another little thing here. Um, I'm sure they asked something about, oh, gosh, the story's long. They asked something uh, to the new people, and they sort of said, they're keen for the facilities to continue to support radio astronomy for research and education, amongst other things. Um, he said they couldn't comment any further because they've still got ongoing discussions with AUT and others about the arrangement and um, what that would entail. So, so then, the upshot is it's going ahead and it's staying. Ahead. That's the plan. And it's huge dishes. It's like this huge radio dish that you see in that um, Contact, the, the movie. The ball ones? No, this is dish? the yeah. not covered because right. the ball one's just the cover over yeah. the normal yeah. one, so you can't see which way it's pointing. Uh, that's that, what that's for, yeah. So uh, the spy, yeah, yeah, that's right. So the spy base one only has the big golf ball thing over it that's inflated, so you can't see where they're pointing it. Uh, but same time, Southpan, who was unrelated to this other company, I think, um, have got some more. They're bringing a service to Southland, which will bring GPS accuracy to about ten centimeters, which 
I thought was not that accurate because I thought they were already doing it. No, they're about a metre at the moment, I think. Well, no, if you have the really, really fancy things, they walk around and do the road, you know, the that. I'm sure that was down to centimetres. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's the first of the kind in the Southern Hemisphere. It's going to be part of a global uh, navigation network, signal generators and satellites, and they're going to augment and correct satellite navigation data. Um it's going, yeah, currently that setup, I guess, is from 5 to 10 metres, and they're going to go as precise as 10 centimetres as remote as anywhere in uh, New Zealand. So it's going to improve safety and all of that. Actually, that just reminded me, I knew I was going to t- talk to you about, one, Vodafone turned, changed into one. Yeah. Yes, that's happened. They've got their new rebranding, which seems dumb, but whatever. And they've partnered with Starlink. Yep, so has two degrees. Oh, has Two Degrees finally done yeah, it? Two Degrees as well uh, announced something. They they announced them around the same time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Vodafone really got the, the news. They did the marketing better. The way, <laughs> I shouldn't call them Vodafone. One did the marketing yeah, yeah. better. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. So what the way I read it was they said, yes, we've got a partnership with Starlink. We're going to do text messaging first, which means it can work at 100% of New Zealand because we're going to connect to a satellite. You don't need any extra software. In most cases, your phone will just do it. We'll see. There's no pricing out yet, so God knows what that'll be. And then later on, we're hoping to do... Um, Full call. Voice call, yep. And then they asked them, what about the other players in the New Zealand market? And the way they put it was something like, oh, they'll be able to use some of it, but maybe not everything. Right. So maybe, yeah, I think they're going to have exclusive so maybe, rights yeah, to everything. Maybe, maybe they did um, catch two degrees... Because Two Degrees has said they were going to go into it, so I don't know, maybe... Yeah, they said they don't have an exclusive contract as such with Starlink, but it sounds like they are allowed to use everything, but everyone else might just get something else. So, yeah. But the trampers all got upset. The trampers, Chris. Why? We go tramping in the forest to escape technology, and now we're just going to have people on their phones. They go to a hut... Everybody's going to be staring at their phone like, no, we don't like it. And, uh, you know, obviously there's a safety aspect where people are saying this is really good for safety. Um, but And then somebody else goes, oh, you just turn it off. It's not the people going out into the bush normally that are the problem. It's all the randos who just, you'll be walking somewhere and there'll be a phone call. I'm in the forest. What? I can't hear you. Hello? Anyway, I'd be interested to see how it goes uh, on... I, I think it's a good idea. What What is interesting is that you've got basically two networks now, right? Um, once this is up and running. Let's assume it's up and running, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. So you've got your, your um, space one, you've got your terrestrial one. Yeah. Now, the, the good thing is for the space one is if there's a tsunami, uh, earthquake, all that sort of thing, doesn't matter. So the way they those yes. satellites work, yes. they have a little cell tower... Within the satellite, it goes overhead. It takes an hour to, to go across the horizon, and by the time it's gone across, the next one's along. Yeah. That's sort of the way it works. But with the solar flare, so we're in um, the sun's in a – what do they call it? In major at the moment? Something. It's got the big – Yeah, the, and it's got the big spot at the moment, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's got the spot. So if that fires a um, CME at us, a coronal mass – Expulsion. That's exactly what I was going to say. Good. Yeah, I'm um, glad. Yep. CME at us, then um, we could it could not go satellites out. Yes, so potentially. Yes. Then we've got the terrestrial. Hopefully, will still work mm. um, depending on how big that thing is. So the 1859 CME, you know, took out all the telegraph. 
oh, nice. lines in the states because yeah. it was you know, eighteen fifty nine, and telegraph was about the most technology we had. Started forest fires all over the states, nice because all these burning wires fell down. Oh yeah, yeah, the brush and just started wildfires everywhere. <laughs> the- but if that happened now, and but that's. Um, the sun was pointing exactly at us at exactly mm. the right time okay. that this thing comes off because these things come off all the time, but they're going all every, over yeah. every which way. We did have this big spot that was uh, noted a w- few days ago, a week ago, and it was huge. And they're like, mm, don't point that thing at us because that's where those things. Well, it'll be interesting to see how it goes yeah. uh, in respect of the sun and what that's up to. But I don't know, like. How, it depends what the pricing is for this thing, because you know it's going to start off expensive. Mm. And yep. then it's like, uh, do I really need this thing? And it's Vodafone, who I don't like. They just Yeah. I think if you were going in the bush, if you have a boat, all those sorts of reasons, I'd get it. Yes, you know? to a certain point. But they're still saying a PLB, personal locator beacon, still outdoes that. Yeah. Because all you literally do is flick the aerial out, press the button. This... You're probably texting or dealing with someone, and they said if you're in an emergency situation, you're hypothermic or whatever. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, like, I'm not yeah. even. I'm not even talking about emergency. I'm no, just no. saying because you're normally outside of coverage. Oh yeah. If you're normally outside of coverage, I mean, I don't think I'm going to. It. I don't think I'm going to pay them for this privilege right now. But I am annoyed that my phone doesn't work properly when I stand in my kitchen. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And it didn't work properly today when I was at work. Because it was like 4G. If I held my hand out, it was 4G here. And then over this side, it was below 3G, which is just H plus or something. I don't know what that means. And um, the internet was going. Hallelujah. (laughs) Just pray. (laughs) The internet was going and then not going. Yeah. And it was interrupting my flow. Oh, no. Yeah, no. um, Yeah. So I think. Ultimately, you'll have um, cell phones that will. Well, because it's. It's still cellular service from the satellite. Yes. So you'll have a plan that will be able to ping from both, yeah. you yeah. know, and um, potentially in a um, now they must have in this- a in a terrestrial uh, disaster scenario they can switch them and go. We're, we're enabling all the accounts to yes. use that. So I yeah. Are, are they using this in lots of places overseas? Um, I don't I, know. I think they do in the States. Um, okay. Oh, and, no. Yeah, that's right. Only one of them offers it, like T-Mobile, I think. Yeah. Um, but I haven't I haven't looked into it deeply. Yeah. Mm. But it's cool. It's, it's, it's very good, good, good stuff. I, I was thinking about that before as well. Actually, you know what you should do? We should end with this. You could become a guru, Chris. And do you know what a guru can get you to do? Whatever he wants, he's a guru. <laughs> so this guy, uh, Dean Campbell, he's on a stuff article. He's, I was, can I just say, yeah. I don't think I can be a guru because I cannot sit cross-legged well. I don't think it matters. I, I don't think it matters. I'm still doing my yoga thing, and I just cannot do a proper cross. No, it's sitting comfortable. It's like no, my knees are up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, no, I don't think it matters too much. Uh, he, this guy's talking about Harpal Singh, aka Yogi Ikam Okaham Nathji. He confronted him in his Nelson store. So he went on this retreat, and it was a sweet little four and a half thousand dollars. Thank you. Okay. Um, he expected meditation with an awakened guru. Instead, on the final two days, he was he found himself leading a work party, building a track on the yogi master's rural property. 
Um, I said, but it's advertisers meditate with the master today. And the reply was, it's all meditation. Um, meditate while you shovel. So this guy, yeah, exactly. It's not, it's, I think it gets even better. This guy transformed from a buttoned up businessman to a yogi via the Himalayas. That's where you got to go, of course. He's a yogi master to his supporters. He's got a small but loyal following. Hey, if they're paying four and a half thousand dollars, I don't care. You know, I need 10 of them to turn up. Keep it small. It'd be good. Uh, he paid $940,000 for this uh, four bedroom home on six acres of land in 2021. And then he registered the venture as a charitable trust. That's good. Uh, um, he said that uh, there is no qualifications for his work. He just meditated in the caves. 200 hours. You become a yoga teacher or therapist. Good. This dude was so impressed by him initially, he spent about $10,000 to attend his workshops all over the country. And then he said things that become unstuck. So this guy is really handy and he helped do all this work and he gave him a bill for um, like 18000 which they agreed upon. And he goes, no, here's 10 grand. Um, he said, you've, you know. The yogi. Paid the guy only 10 grand, yeah. so he gypped him eight. Um, and he said, you had an opportunity, was missed by you to embrace the project as a chance to serve with gratitude and excitement. Uh, he built a track, and, and then I think they built like a toilet block or something. <laughs> so anyway, this dude's not really replying. Um, yeah, look at him go. God. Um, so that's the name of the uh, episode, is it? Yogi, how do you say it again? Oh, the dude's name? <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe not. We don't. We don't want people signing up. You know. Um, yeah. So it's no. I bet we could be making some money. So uh, what do you got coming up this week? Anything exciting? Uh, I mean- school holidays. So who knows? Don't really know. Uh, but uh, I think we're going to. There's a market or something on tomorrow. I've been informed somewhere at a school. Maybe for the first time. I'm not so sure. Uh, they had a bunch of pumpkins weighed last week around the country, which is pretty good. I've been getting all these updates. Uh, some people brought me a coffee on Buy Me A Coffee. Nice. nice yeah. Nice. So every time I send out a newsletter, someone buys me a coffee. This guy brought me three. So he gave me like 15 bucks. I was like, okay, that's cool. Somebody brought pumpkin seeds off me. So you know how like can't get pumpkin seeds into the country. Uh, I just put up pumpkin seeds, $5 for one, right? which is cheap for a good pumpkin seed. But I just wrote this big spiel on this page that says, you know, you can't get them into the country. There's no guarantee that any of the seeds I will send you right now will grow. You have to understand this. Like, it's so blunt. It's crazy. But if you want to help support the website and what I'm doing, I will send you some seeds. But again, there's no guarantee they will grow. Someone brought five of them. Nice. Yeah, just random ass. Anyway... Uh, what about you? What do you got coming up? Uh, nothing really. I mean, so I've got the. I've, I've finished with the chiefs. I've got a, a meeting ne- next week with a um, CEO person uh, about coaching. Nice. Uh, and I've got uh, my finals salsa next week, and I'm doing a bit of coaching for for another public speaker at the moment. Um, yeah, that's it. Excellent. Sounds great. Oh, and I've got a new contract that I've got to look through for uh, Epic because I'm um, undergoing some changes. So. Yes. So pay rise time. Very, yeah, pay rise. <laughs> I might end up doing that. Uh, did we talk about this on the podcast? Or we just Do you want to talk about it next week? Oh, okay. We're coming right. to the end. Okay, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. 
hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.